Um, welcome to the Oil Brit podcast. For new episode and, and uh, I've got with me today uh, Pete from the Oilers YYC podcast. Welcome on, Pete. Hey, thanks for having me. How's it going? Yeah, everything's all right. Just uh, trying to figure things out and, uh, you know, keep going. And we're doing a lot. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, uh, I did, uh, I've done quite a few of these uh, recently. Uh, I did one with um, Nation Dan and uh, Yukon Scott last week. So we, uh, well, season's starting, mate. So we uh, got to uh, got to up the on- up the content. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I um, had Dan on our podcast quite a few times and great guy and has really cool stories about his adventures with uh, Oilers Nation and, you know, just some of the things that they've done with uh, bringing in, like, really cool people into town and from that to all their crazy adventures and stuff, so... It's cool yeah. to hear what, what his perspective is on things and definitely being in Edmonton, he can tell me about what's going on there because we're we're three hours down the road, but uh, sometimes we miss what's going on in, in Edmonton. So it's good to hear from Dan quite a few when, when we do. I know, mate. I bet, I bet Bansom, wait, Flames fans must be merciless. You know what I mean? I bet, <laughs> I bet you're surrounded by Flames. <laughs> um yeah we're surrounded by flames but but flames fans are interesting because they're only out here when the going like our perspective or our our the way we've seen it anyway is they're only out here when things are good like when when the flames are doing well or never um, they're on a playoff run or um, Calgary's a weird town. Like it's pretty. Um, how, how do how do you explain it? Like in Edmonton, for example, it's like nonstop Oilers all the time. Like yeah, everyone's yeah. talking Oilers. Everyone's yeah freaking out about the Oilers. Um, even if the Oilers are doing bad, they're still the pubs are still like when well before COVID anyway. But um, before covid like the bars would be full um yeah. all that kind of stuff yeah with will... regardless of how the team's doing with calgary calgary's a very last minute kind of i might go to this event but i might not and that last minute everyone kind of goes or uh same with like flames fans if they're not doing well you will not see any flames fans in the bars or anything they're off doing something else yeah. Um, so they're not as like they. There are some really hardcore Flames fans, really nice Flames fans, but the, yeah. it's a, just a different atmosphere in in Calgary. So um, you will get some some certain Flames fans like you know bothering you, but it's more not because they love hockey. It's just like more because they just want to bother you because you're an Oilers fan, but it has nothing to do really with hockey or anything. It's kind of weird. The two cities are very different in terms of their fandom and how they feel about their teams. Yep. And that's just like my perspective. And I know we've talked about it actually on our podcast. Um, uh, People have, have said, said that too. Like, it's just kind of just 
kind of the way Calgary is. It's it's kind of interesting. I'm always yeah, I'm always right. Um, interested as uh, someone who's international over fan of from overseas. Why mm. why is Edmonton so much that crazed? crazier about hockey than Calgary is is it the sucks is it the fact that that you know we've got five Stanley Cups and you know we've been successful and you know we had Gretzky and all that and we've got you know us we've got we've had more success than them or is it the fact that Alberta's mainly you know Oilers fans as such and there's less flames mm. around yeah I think there's definitely more Oilers fans probably because of the things you suggested, maybe because of the storied success that, that the Edmonton Oilers have had um, and the teams, we, we've had more success. But um, I think it's, too, there's the way Calgary is. Like, Calgary's different in the fact that, um, I don't know, maybe there's more to do here. Like, like we're just like, you know... Yeah. 30, 40 minutes from the mountains. Um, there's um, just seems like more going on in a different way than than what's going on in Edmonton. I don't know. It's it's so. It, it, I've always we've struggled with that question too. Like, why is it so much crazier up in Edmonton for the Oilers? There's definitely more Oilers fans. Like, in you go Central Alberta, so in the middle of Alberta, there's a little. Uh, well, it's not a little town, but there's a city called Red Deer. I don't know if you've heard of Red Deer before. Um, yeah, I've heard of Red Deer. Red Deer is about uh, 100,000 people, I guess. Um, it's the third largest city in, in Alberta. And um, yeah. so that kind of splits. Like in, in Red Deer, you have some Oilers fans and some Flames fans, but there's way more Oilers fans in Red Deer than, than yeah. uh, Flames fans. Yeah. So if you go Red Deer and you go up north from Red Deer on, there's definitely more Oilers fans that way. And then there's, um, what would you say, in Saskatchewan, I would say there's more Oilers fans than Flames fans in Saskatchewan. So Saskatchewan doesn't have an NHL team. Um, I don't know if you're yeah. wa- watch our or <clears throat> If you follow our CFL or the Canadian Football League, but I, the, Saskatchewan don't. has a team. Yeah. Saskatchewan has a team in the Canadian Football League, and that's not your kind of football. It's like football. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Football. Yeah, like yeah. CHL. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you only have like—is it like—is is it only eighteen games yet that season? Because I had they only played so they played so few games in yeah, CHL. They, yeah, I don't like I'm. Like, I don't know if you ever listen to our podcast, people make fun of me because I only care about hockey. Like, I don't yeah. care about any yeah. other sport. Well, same here, mate. Same <laughs> here. <laughs> well, you don't like football? Like soccer? Um, I know. I do like. I do follow it. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean I've actually got another. I'm a Liverpool fan. I've actually got another. I've just started another podcast with talking about Liverpool with another co-host of mine over here so um, nice. I, yeah I do yeah I'm just trying to you know just keep them sort of separate and all that because people mainly people who mainly listen to this P are mainly are from like over in Canada as such I've, I ain't quite I ain't quite got Steelers fans on board yet but you know it's still a new one so a lot of people it's mainly a Canadian sort of 
listeners on this. But yeah, I like yeah, and they're not into soccer. So yeah, so yeah, so you, I do follow it. Yeah, yeah. So so anyway, in the Saskatchewan and the Canadian Football League, they have a team called the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. So in Saskatchewan, even though they don't have an NHL team, they have like a mad fan base. Like the whole province is crazy about the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Yeah. Um, but um, but they do, you know, you, when you go into Saskatoon, which is a town there in Regina and stuff like that, they, they, uh, they, you know, you see more Oilers fans, I would say, on, in that province. So even yeah. if you go one province to the east uh, yeah. from Alberta, you do see more Oilers fans. So I think it's just as a collective kind of Western Canada um you know, except for Vancouver, of course, but if you, but even yeah. in Vancouver, you'll see Oilers fans. So there's, there's kind of Oilers fans everywhere where yeah. I just feel like flames fans. There's, it's a niche in Calgary that like give a selected group of really, really dedicated hockey fans that are flames fans. But, but that's as far as it goes. Are they more into stampeders there in Calgary? Cause yeah. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Like again, yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't, follow. No, like, I know, I know. Football. I know. Yeah, but anyway, I but, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think they're for for Stampeders and CFL in Calgary is more of like a thing to do just to go yeah. see your friends. Like, oh, that's yeah. the thing to do today. It's yeah, not yeah. that they like they're met. They're, you know, you'll have your maybe you'll have like ten thousand, five thousand. I don't know. Maybe really mad Stampeders fans, but. But you yeah. won't. It's not crazy. Like it's not like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. I've got a question. I've always wanted to know this, Pete. Um, how did you? Um, and I, I mean, I'm big fan of your podcast, Oil's YYC. It's one of my favourite podcasts to listen to. You know, with you, Dave. Thank you, Manny. I talk to quite. I talk to uh, quite a bit. And um, who's the who's the other guy with glasses? CDN Crickles. What's he called? Oh. Uh, uh... That's Andrew. Andrew, yeah, that's him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I think you had another guy. Have you got a new guy on, on there that I'd, I'd not heard before? No, we have um, Dave. Who I'm just trying Dave to... Dave Waddell. Yeah, yeah Dave, Dave, yeah, yeah, Dave, yeah. He, he, he's, he's probably one of the main guys you hear talking a lot. Yeah, I hear Dave. Um, yeah, he's, he's been there pretty much since the beginning and then we have jack who is not yeah. on as much but he's he's on when he can because he moved uh might be calgary that might be jack yeah jack so he moved out of calgary um so we don't have him on as much but he's still popping in you know yeah he's still I'm, part of the, the core team i guess i just think it's a really cool setup you guys have got you know in you know, I know you've not done a few episodes in quite a bit at the Pig and Duke. Yeah, unfortunately, so, yeah. Um, you know, due to all this, so that does take it. It's mainly been on. But, yeah, it's a really cool, um, really cool setup. You know, having a group of you in a pub recording, you know, you're all can order from bar and, all, and you're yeah. all having food during podcasts. But it's brilliant. You'll hear us sometimes order a beer. Uh, while we're recording, yeah, yeah, I've heard that one yeah. a few times. Yeah, we've got our beers at the table. Yeah, I just wondered how it all, how it all started. Um, you why the uh, what I was why I see. Um, so I guess about three years ago, when the Oilers went on their playoff run, um, after that, we were just all kind of sitting around and saying that was great, and we met so many great friends. 
when the Oilers went on their their playoff run, we actually filled the Pig and Duke with Oilers fans. Oh. <clears throat> so you imagine a, a bar just filled with Oilers jerseys. It was great. I'm just surprised yeah. no one's tried hijacking it. You know, we, you know, Flames fans, we think saying, "Oh, what's he recording an Oilers podcast in here for?" or something like, something like that. Like a, I think there's one group of Vancouver Canucks fans that's tried yeah. to record their podcast there. Yeah, but we've always kind of been the main one, I guess. Um, yeah. But yeah, so so we anyway we we had that fun and uh, after the playoff run and and kind of all got together and said how can we continue this like Oilers fans in Calgary kind of mm. um, theme I guess because there's a lot of us there's a lot of Oilers fans in Calgary um, yeah. and then myself and one of our other hosts that you may hear sometimes his name's Graham Moseman. Oh, I've not heard. Um, yeah, I've not heard. Graham, yeah, yeah, he's the radio guy that he'll every once in a while you'll hear him on. He's actually on our latest podcast uh, that yeah, we just put it, out. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he, him and I, you know, kind of said, "Well, why don't we start a podcast?" You know, it seems like something like that would bring us all together at the pub, and we can talk. We're gonna come have beers at the pub anyway, and talk about the Oilers anyway. Why don't we record it and put our opinions on? Yeah, you know, out there in the world or whatever, um, and then kind of just happened. We just kind of started going, and we actually started getting some pretty cool guests on our podcast, and um, uh, got yeah, to, you know have some pretty cool people. I mean, some of the yeah. six thirty Chad guys, like yeah, Stauffer and I were blown away. You know, you, you know, you've had Reed, you know, Reed Wilkins, Bob Stauffer, Low Tide. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't look how you all got. Bob Stoffer on that because <laughs> that's quite a coup that you you guys pull off. Yeah, yeah, and uh, my favorite one was uh, there's a guy there's a Canadian media personality actor, um, podcaster. He's he's been he's in everything. His name is Jonathan Torrens, and he's kind of famous for there's a Taggart. If you want to hear a comedy podcast, there's a podcast called Taggart and Torrens here in Canada. Yeah, it's really popular. We got him on, so uh, that was probably my favorite guest that we ever got, yeah. and that was yeah. just a fluke, like, or that was because he's an Oilers fan, and he actually followed us, and I was like, wow, he's following us, so I reached out to him, like, I noticed you follow our podcast, yeah. do you want to come on it? He's like, sure. I was like, what? Like, that's cool. I know, that, I know yeah. that's brilliant, brilliant that, but um, yeah, we're listening to your most recent episode, and it uh, probably leads us on to uh, the Calgary game that's got we've got mm-hmm. coming up and i'll listen to you more yeah and uh get it a listen and you were talking about calgary and apart and i was uh listening to latest episode put out by jeff merrick and elliot freeman talking about um flames and latest on flames and it corresponds to what you what you guys were talking about over day um all doesn't seem well in that camp with Gaudreau and uh being on BT. Yeah. Yeah, they seem, you know, they, I mean, there's a theory that like Gaudreau and a couple guys had COVID and they got it from, like, it was kind of funny. Here in Calgary, there's a restaurant called the Cactus Club Cafe. Yeah. Tongue twister, Cactus Club Cafe. Mm. Um, and at the Cactus Club, 
there was an outbreak, COVID outbreak. And it was funny, like right after they announced the COVID outbreak at Cactus, um, they also announced there's a selected group of Flames players. One of them was Johnny Gaudreau. Mela. Um, that also had COVID. And guess where hockey players love to hang out in Calgary? It's the Cactus Club. So it's just right. kind of interesting. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Hockey <laughs> players love the Cactus Club for a couple reasons. But well, mainly one is that they have really good-looking waitresses. That's my theory. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, I was just following. And they, they think it's probably... There might come a point where they might blow that side up and, you know, we have you restart and... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I could see Johnny Goodrow for sure going going in the summer or something, like, after their playoff run. There's just something not... Like, yeah, as we talked about in at the podcast, there's just something not right about, about the room. There's not just... There's something that's not right about... Yeah, it just... Like, it's always, see. like, something's going on there that is negative in in the dressing room and i feel like my personal opinion is yeah. that johnny Goodjoe is as is not a does not listen like to the coaches he's not really a team player and he's like a bad kind of yeah. a bad apple and yeah, it just causes friction in in the dressing room him and a, yeah. and a bunch of players cuz this isn't the first time they've been reprimanded for not listening or put off to the side for doing something else they've been they actually got, I don't know if it was last season, either last season or the season before, him and Monaghan got uh, healthy scratched for one game for doing something um, yeah. against the team. Like they either were, you know, I don't know, late for practice. I think they were late for practice or didn't, didn't show up for practice or something. Yeah. And they got, they, you know, obviously got healthy scratched. So there's always something going on there and I'm not sure what it is but they in my opinion they need to figure it out uh because it'll really affect the team going into playoffs yeah i mean none of us really know what's what the i mean it's all speculation what all this because none of us really know what's going on you know in that when that can't be just to me i mean flames just don't seem to show they just can't some of their players can't seem to show up for playoffs they 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 just there's something missing about them. It's not. I mean, is is as Amanik opted out? Are they as, as well? Are they they're going to be missing Amanik? Aren't they? On back end. Uh, oh yeah, Amanik. Uh, I don't think they'll be missing him that much. I think he's like a bottom tier defenseman. Um, yeah. But who knows? I. Yeah, I, think I don't know. Might. Their strength is their defense, so um, they're going to need everybody. Um. So yeah, we'll see. I I don't have good. No, I don't have high aspirations for that Flames team. Uh, I don't think they're gonna no. do very well. I don't think they're gonna go very far. I think their goaltending's overrated. Um, they it let them down. Or, or actually, last year or yeah, last playoffs <clears throat> they had Mike Smith and he actually saved their butts. Yeah. Like, the only reason yeah. why they won one game last playoffs was because of. Mike Smith, and they don't even have Mike Smith anymore. So I don't even know what to expect from that Flames team. But I don't, I don't really care what they do. I don't even no. really follow them. I just know that the Oilers are going to be better. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, we're talking, yeah, with that. But but it's, it'd be, it's a good start off to uh, 
get everything all going. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the atmosphere. I don't know what, how it's going to be because it's never been done before. You know, you know, game. Yeah, no fans, right? Yeah, no fans. <clears throat> but yeah, well, I mean, we'll be. Um, I think we'll. I, I think we're probably over. For me, it, it seemed a bit like a bit of a flashing pan last year for for them, and mm-hmm. uh, so. But you know, they all like. Well, I mean, God knows, but I, I think you know. As far as as far as Oilers, I mean, I know we talked a lot about leaving Calgary so far. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really confident about this Oilers team. You know, as far as you know, I mean, going into Chicago series, I think we'll be too strong for them. Um, I think we'll be too strong for them. Also, I mean, I don't know what status is on Crawford and whether he's going to be back for. Because if they if he's down, they're in the shit. Get yeah, and right the now they Lennon. have um, a couple other guys in in Subban uh, auditioning oh, for the starters job, and and yeah. I just that and their depleted defense right now. And yeah. I mean, they have one good, I guess, checking line that you know they have one good couple good scorers that that are good, but. Um, you know, Taves Taves's line is always really strong, and they'll probably put him on on the on the McDavid line or on the dry side of line. But then, problem yeah. is with 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 Chicago is if you do that, then so say you try to shut McDavid's line down. Well, then guess what? Got Next dry, line got dry, change. You got yeah. Drysaddle's yeah. line. This is um, why I want some separate lines, McDavid and Dry, because it's like one-two punch line, one, like Crosby. Yeah. yeah, like one-two punch. Yeah. Um, like Crosby and Malkin at Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. you know, you, they, they, they don't have to all concentrate on shutting it because if they shut the problem is in previous seasons is to shut the McDavid line, we dry saddle down for the game, then they more or less taken the offense. That's it. Whereas they caught, they're having to defend on two lines and they've got the play in past. They've not had, they've not, it's not quite worth, but they've not had that in previous seasons. But because of the emergence of Yamamoto and they've let Yamamoto have time, you know, it's they've got dry and they've got the wingers for dry saddle to play with now. I mean, mm-hmm. we still got to figure out what to, you know, what the solution is for that McDavid line. Um, whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, we can't, you know, who should be up there with even move, you know, I, I don't want to move Yamamoto and I don't want to break up that second line as such. But I suppose you could move. Nugent Hopkins up with McDavid and have uh, with Cass, Nugent uh, Cass on McDavid's line and I know there's been talk of putting um, Andreas Afanasiu on second. Um, mm-hmm. Whether it, the question is could could that really work? Um, you know, how's that going to? Could they recreate that sort of chemistry really, or are they going to? I think all I think mm-hmm. all you really need is like you need so you need. Um, dry saddle Yamamoto, like so. You think about it in pairs. Yeah. So you have dry saddle Yamamoto as one pair, and then whoever's on the other side will be, will be fine. Yeah. Um, I think it should be Nuge. I agree with you. Don't want to break that up. So yeah. then you have Cassian McDavid as a pair, and I honestly think whoever you put on that other side, um, yeah. is kind of complementary. And as long as they have yeah. speed, so you just put a yeah. really fast guy up there. Yeah. Um, so whether it be Athanasiu or Ennis, um, you know, any, yeah, anyone that has like a little bit of speed can go up there, and then I think that'll be great. Um, 
And one guy to think about that we kind of forget about is James Neal could even slot up in there. Yeah. Um, I know he was a little down before yeah. the season ended. Um, and he was maybe hurt a little bit, but apparently, according to some of the training camp notes, he's uh, faster, he's feeling better, and he's got a uh, kind of a jump in his step. So I think you could see uh, James Neal up there with McDavid's line even uh, for a couple shifts just to try it out. Yeah, well, I, uh, you never yeah. know. I think they mainly good. They, uh, they probably they could alternate. I know Chase. I saw um, power play units today. Um, they could probably rotate Chase on with Neil on that first power play unit with you know mm-hmm. David Dry, Nuge and Clefbaum. So. Yeah, and then they've been trying um, Chase on uh, and the power play too. Yeah. Um, so yeah. so he's kind of your your guy in front of the yeah. net or whatever, which yeah. worked really well last uh, for during the season. So well, it has, yeah, because Neil does what Lucic weren't capable of doing and getting his getting his big butt in front of net. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. You know, getting his butt in front of net and picking up trash in front of net because he didn't seem. Because that it it wouldn't do it just didn't work out for that. Yeah, Lucic had a job to do and he just couldn't do it. I just don't think he had the hands or the speed or the talent, unfortunately, to to be that guy that they wanted him to be in the playoff. Or sorry for the power play. Yeah. Um, it, but now the exciting thing is, is the Oilers have the weapons. Like they could put Chase, like I said, they could put Chase on there. They could put Neil there. Yeah. Uh, they could put Cassian in front of the net if they needed yeah. to on the second unit. Um, and Cassian's got the speed to get there. Uh, yeah. So lots of weapons. It's it's actually very exciting. Yeah, and plus and we've it, got plus in previous plus in uh, last four last few years. The difference between this year as well is we've got four four of the six D can move the puck and pick can move it up ice. We've not had mm-hmm. that in last year. You know, year year or two as such. You know, we could, you know, you know, bear, but, you know, I don't, I, I would probably, I know Bouchard is in, is in the lineup, but you're probably going to, I would probably think that they would start Bouchard on third pair, on third pair to get him used to it. Or, they, you know, they, they've got safety, you know, as far as the you know, nurse, cleft bomb, I've mentioned bear. We've mm-hmm. got, we can, we've got a lot of, Good offensive defensemen that are going to be world world class. I mean, you could even add punch if Bouchard manages to feature. You could add that extra punch on power play, that bullet shot that he's got. Right next that he's got. Yeah, for sure. There's lots of lots of up and coming guys uh, to put up there. Um, I think probably right now they'll they'll go like uh, bomb. And a, and either a forward on the power play up there, or or maybe a Clefbaum bear or, or something like that. But, yeah, um, I mean we've got um, good future yeah. coming up. I mean we, it's probably likely, you know, we've got Broberg, but that's probably going to be a couple of years off. We're probably going to have one of the probably going to have one of the best decals be in NHL in a few years. With defense, That's what they're saying. That they're saying got. that the Oilers' strength is their decor depth. Reminds me a bit of Nash. me a bit of Nashville. Uh, if we in a, a bit, you know, because with some of that, with some of their decor that they had, probably a year year back. 
Mm-hmm. Just they yeah, were strong on defense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're it's it's looking really good. Um, the, the the pool uh, down on the farm is is really strong. Probably the stronger it's ever been in the last like ten years, I would say. Um, so if we can continue to keep our core together, uh, our core uh, team together, you know, um, the Oilers are looking pretty good. And if future. we don't, yeah. And if we don't, if we don't, if we somehow happen to lose a series, we've always got a shot at number one pick and get Lafreniere, <laughs> and we can piss everybody off. In right, that already hits is already. That's crazy. I, I can't believe they're doing that. That's gonna. I can't uh, either. I, I don't want to be around if the Oilers get the number one pick. <laughs> <We're gonna>, <laughs> everyone's gonna. Everyone's gonna. It's oh. even more. There'll be a riot. Oh. Like, oh, can imagine. We got McDavid. Uh, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. Can imagine what that would Imagine what that would do, though. You, you, we'd, end, we'd have what a team that What lines that That'd be insane. Well, how do you sign everyone? Like, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah I suppose. The cap's yeah. probably going to stay. Yeah, they're stay talking about flat cap, for yeah. quite a while. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, we yeah. also, not to mention, we've got best. One of the best power plays and PKs as well. That's another thing, reason why we can't, you know, why we can't. Have... That's why I think they're they're actually going to go. I think we're going to do yeah. really well in the playoffs. Yeah. I think there's a chance they could do go really far. They could go deep into the playoffs because you know, as you know, the playoffs are really tight. It's a tighter game, um, and what's going to be the backbreaker for some teams is maybe their lack of power play talent, their lack of PK talent. And we showed last season that we had, or this season, I guess, during the regular season, that we had a, a really strong special teams. Um, so that's one, you know, I think if the Oilers get goaltending, um, yeah, they, could that's real, only, they could go really far in the playoffs. Yeah, that's only real question, Mark, really, is how goaltending will be. Get, having yeah. good goaltending, um you probably say we like with Smith. It, it, it's going to go with Smith. And um, that's the only thing with Koskinen. I mean, I, I, I don't think he's the type of goaltender to, you know, do what Kerry Price does and play for like 70 games a season. He needs to sort of share the goaltending responsibilities in order to get the best out of him. Yeah, uh, we, um, we, we don't know yet what those guys are like in the playoffs, obviously. Yeah. And you're right. Koskinen, his MO is a, he's really good in short spurts. He cannot be um, a marathon. He cannot have a, you yeah. know, a marathon type goaltending situation. He has yeah. to have rests and, and he'll yeah. always be partly part of a tandem unless he figures out somehow in his regiment on how to, um, you know, go that yeah. longer season. Um, but right now he's shown that he can't, he can't, you know, he starts deteriorating after too many games. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, but that, that third, that third line, will, that third line, we've got great special teams and um, we all this. So yeah, um, it's look, it's, it's looking, it's looking really good. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, I would just. Uh, what, what, what would you say? What would you say needs to be improved, or what's your predictions with how things are going to go? Uh, do you think we'll go? De- you said we'll go deep, right? So, mm-hmm. um, 
so that that's yeah i think they'll do you know i think my only concern is you know you look at some of the top seed western teams like the dallases and the yeah um you know vegas of the world oh that's my dog you guys no. dog there. Uh. <laughs> yeah. um so my only concern is that uh they face those guys and they kind of just get shut down in some way and then yeah. we're not deep enough in our second and or sorry our third and fourth lines to yeah. make a difference so our success is going to depend actually on not our top end talent, but our success is going to depend on, like I said, uh, goaltending yeah. and, and our uh, ability to have our second and third lines, or sorry, third and fourth lines pitch in and make a difference. Yeah. So, you know, some of those guys like Nygaard and yeah, that's and right. Athens, yeah. see you yeah. and then the yeah. Anises and, and um, even uh, Jujar Kara, you know, someone like uh, Jujar would be yeah. nice for him to finally kind of step up and be like yeah. the Fernando Pisani and and like pitch in a quite a few goals this year, uh, this uh, playoffs. Uh, yeah. That's that's going to be the tale. So we will go really far if you see those role players step up and, and do some some damage. Um, we'll get stopped by the really talented teams that are really deep if we don't have contributions from from our bottom six forwards. Yeah. I mean, I've got... So I, I've, yeah, yeah, go on. No, I was just going to say, so my prediction is is that actually you see some guys step up. Uh, some of the guys that were, in a, that were a little quiet. Yeah. Um, and you'll see them step up, and that's why I think we'll go deep. Um, yeah, we'll just see so. some. We'll see some candidates just kind of just say, "Yeah, I'm willing to step up this year," mm. and and it'll be good. I mean, just another question for you, P, as well. Just it's probably good. It probably wouldn't be the last question because I know you've got a, you know, limit. You know, your time. You know, you've got limited time and things sure. like that. And, yeah, and that. Um, you know, and I don't want to. Um, what do you think about? Um, are the bubbles are going to work and do you think it's going to work fine? Just wanted to get your opinion on the, you know, the, the bubbles. bubbles. Like with the quarantine, like just being... Yeah, do you think there'll, yeah. it'll, there'll not be any sort of instance where players breaking it or anything or do you think it'll it'll work okay like NBA is in Florida? I don't know how the frick they're doing that. Yeah, I think um, I'll go, agree with what a lot of other people are saying, which is once they actually get in the bubble then they're all going to be fine yeah it's the problem is as i can see actually within the next week and a half you see cases kind of like you could see a couple people having covid yeah. uh right when before they get there or when they get there and they get tested and you'll find out a couple people have covid um that's going to be the problem uh, yeah I think. but if they get there and there's no cases and everyone's clear once and because they have to kind of stay there right then then they'll be fine my concern is right now like you know you say say your average player uh right now he say he lives in edmonton he's not in the bubble yet so he's yeah. going to practice then yeah. he's going home and he's interacting at like his house or whatever and then he's making maybe he stops for for like drive through or maybe he does like they yeah. have to be really careful right now to yeah. not to social distance and follow all the procedures 
Um, but to answer your question, once they get in, I think it'll actually work out quite great. Edmonton's a really good place to have it. Like the league was smart there yes, because yeah. they're, 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 uh, cases of COVID-19 in Edmonton per 10,000 yeah. people, uh, um, is actually very low. Mm. Um, um, and then, uh, I don't know about Toronto. I, it's a, I know, that's I a just, little sketchier it, because yeah. Toronto actually was the East, like Toronto and Montreal, for example, had the higher cases of COVID in, in Canada. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what to think about Toronto, but again, once they get into all the, the bubble, I think, um, yeah. they'll be fine. I think what you'll yeah. actually see in Toronto though is, is, uh, some people before people get in the bubble, like when it, right, right. Once people start arriving, you might see some cases, uh, mm. in Toronto, just, just right at the start. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which and I hope, I hope question. it goes well, like. Yeah, it go really well or you know has a potential to be just disastrous with you know well, all it takes yeah. is one or two superstars to get COVID, and then it becomes a, a story yeah. and it becomes an issue like can you imagine if like crosby and yeah i don't know yeah tavares got COVID or something or or, yeah. or um you know if uh yeah mckinnon and mcdavid got COVID yeah. all of a sudden you had two superstars just like flat right out of the series like then it becomes yeah. like a, an issue. Yeah. yeah, I think they'll be fine. I mean, to, to me, they were only they, they were only one real choice with the oh, we're picking Edmonton really because if they'd have picked Vegas, I think you would have had far more opt outs. Um, because you I mean who's going to want to go to place if you know if you've got uh, if, you know infections are high, it's going to think well I'm, I don't want to do I don't want to do that or go there because it, it, you know. But to be honest, I mean, NBA's done it, I, I suppose, you don't make think, but it just makes more sense to have it in, you know, Edmonton week level of cases that they've had. Um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, I think it'll work. I think it'll work fine. Um, and we'll Very be... smart that they didn't do it in America. That was probably the yeah. smartest decision. Yeah, because it's. Well, I mean, it's I suppose. Crazy it, there right yeah, now. yeah, it's. Yeah, I suppose it's. Okay, not it's working well. Well, yeah. Well, Edmonton. Well, Edmonton. Uh, you've got you've got your you've got your rewards for stay for for staying at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Anyway, Pete. Uh, thanks for uh, coming on and just uh, spending uh, just a bit of bit of time to uh, talk and appear on um, you know appear on my podcast and that. Uh, uh, always a. Uh, Always a great guy to uh, interact with on Twitter, and um, I, I, you know, I hopefully we can, um, hopefully I can have you back on uh, soon. And um, I mean, if yeah. you ever want, ever want me for YYC or that, I, uh, I'm a, I'm available and that to return favor. And sure, yeah, but, we'll have um, to get you on when the timing's right. Yeah, uh, when, uh, but that, yeah, uh, but. Um, it, you're welcome, though. But yeah, it's been a pleasure, and and uh, love talking hockey with anybody anytime. Uh, just ask poor strangers that I see on the street sometimes. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you have a flames jer- uh, flames hat on. I see you're a flames fan, right? And then get into it, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, no pleasure, and like yeah, I said, really love talking really- hockey anytime. Yeah, really appreciate it, uh, Pete. And uh, we'll talk. Uh, we- hopefully, we can uh, chat soon and uh, do a part. To soon when you know when as you know playoffs 
you know yeah part two and a couple series and see if uh, my prediction was right that the oilers go deep into the playoffs yeah hopefully i'm right (laughs) yeah yeah all right thanks thanks uh thanks pete and uh thanks for listening everyone uh right catch you next time bye